Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, buzzers, welcome to the Arrow After Show. We are in season four, episode 20, entitled Genesis. Stay tuned if you want more hand signals. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Here at AfterBuzz TV, talking all things Arrow, just for you. So welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Ali Conor Bradford. Be sure to follow me at Boys and Beauty 01. We will have a conversation about that. But first, say hello to everybody else. Hi, I'm everybody else. I'm Lex Michael. All over <laughs> social media at the Lex Michael. I'm Tari J Miller. You can find me at Tari J T A U R I J U Y. Hi, all my buddies. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaget. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. Damian Dark stole my greeting, which I stole from Paul F. Tompkins, so I'm very unhappy with that. <laughs> we have the hashtag ABTV Arrow. We have the live chat, which is up, and you guys have been talking for like half an hour already. I'm really impressed. Okay, so I have a homework assignment for you. Before we get into the conversation about Genesis, Good intro, by the way, with the song. Thank you, Katie. Was that Katie? No, that was Lex's idea. Oh, I just you. I appreciate Thank that they you. finally made a Phil Collins joke. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I said something different, and he was like, how about? I'm like, oh, that's good. Okay, so let's get to homework, and then we can talk about the show. So something I've noticed, right? We have tons of people that watch our show on YouTube, and that doesn't even include our podcast people. So shout out to them. Thank you. Hello. But our first episode of the season, we have something crazy like 93,000 views. What? Nice. Yes, it's insane. That doesn't seem physically so, possible. So check this. Help out AfterBuzz TV and your hosts. All you have to do is follow us on social media. If all 93,000 of you guys <laughs> took two seconds to follow us, we would be so happy. So do that as soon as you're done watching us on the show. Yeah. Yeah. They can yeah. multitask. There is such a thing as okay. multiple tabs. So yeah, don't wait. Pull this up. Like, pull the podcast version up and do it at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. You know? Multitask. I, I believe in you. Yeah. Show us some love. After Buzz and all your hosts. So anyways, mm. do that. We'll give you our Twitter handles again at the end of the evening to remind you. But let's talk about Genesis. Yeah. With the fist. Yeah. I can that's feel probably bad. With the fist. That's oh, probably dear. bad. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, sorry, dear. sorry, let's not do that. Let's put our hands under our butts. Okay. Well, I, and... Yikes! <laughs> yikes! <laughs> Whoa! Let's yeah. not. Let's after not do after that. Dark. Well, okay. I said this from the start, and I have to say this again, because this is hysterical to me. Andy got, like, the 90s anime villain <sighs> writing for this. He had the little laugh when he was running around. <laughs> and he had all of the you can't stop me I'll come after your family what about your daughter what about this I played the part perfectly like it was I feel 90s like anime villain he was hanging out with Damien Dark a little too much and the gleeful evil rubbed off on Andy gleeful the gleeful the gleeful hashtag, hashtag gleeful, gleeful. <laughs> thank you 
My job here is done. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and now we have magic biblical Nazi corn. Yeah. yeah! So, there, yeah, like, I don't know what order we want to tackle stuff in. I mean, I was going to start at the beginning that Genesis is actually still continuing to go. Damien got rid of a few extra people, no big, and kept it moving. And we got the one line from Malcolm Merlin, and that's it. Peace. <laughs> Cute. <Yeah. laughs> He's magical! Yeah. He's, what was it? Underhanded. Underhanded. Yeah. Cute. I was very happy with that. Yeah. And, for real, I... There are some people, I think, online that maybe are not the hugest fan of Damien Dark as a character. Maybe he's a little too silly for some people. Maybe. I am having so much fun watching him be a horrible, horrible monster and really loving it. Yeah. Watching him stop the bullet in midair, send it back into Homeboy's head before what looked like he just, boom, like threw and snapped this woman's neck in yeah. one move. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. You know, I'm glad that you said that because he really does. He's a villain that has so much fun and he's so playful. And in the past, we've had villains where it's like there's this dark side because they're avenging something and they had this tragic past. So they're just. And he's like, wait, this is fun. Let's just kill everybody. My favorite. He's like the Joker. Yeah. Without the tone down without the makeup. But he's he's on his way. Yeah, my favorite moment in the entire episode, and then we'll we'll come back around, but my favorite moment in the whole show tonight was when Diggle escapes with baby Sarah on the motorcycle, and Dark just smiles and goes, that was a fun bit of business. Kill him. And then you so see little, little baby in the like backpack. Scar and the hyenas just <laughs> kill him. Anyway, where were we? Um, we were talking about, let's see, um, let's talk about the magic trip. Yes, because everybody gets to take a vacation. Yes. Whether know. they like it or not. Yes, which I thought was really awkward and weird. I don't know why. It was just weird in general. And um, I love that Felicity was stubborn and decided to go along with Oliver. Because really, I don't think Oliver should be allowed to go anywhere by himself. Yeah. Probably I have not. to say this. Ren in chat says, Arrow has gotten way too corny this season. Uh, I see. I like you. 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 I like you. Uh, yeah. You're my friend. <laughs> so there was there was a lot about, as uh, Diggle puts it, Oliver's magical mystery tour that I thought was really, really interesting as far as its relation to some stuff that happens in the comics. First of all, I mean, I appreciated that they didn't all forget they know Constantine. Yeah. Yes. We, we can't hang out with him for legal reasons, but yeah. we remember he exists. We can name yes. drop the hell out of him. Why not? And so this character that they meet, Fortuna, who, by the way, please make this character a series regular because... I- Awesome. She was so amazing. Much. So this character, I don't think, has a direct analog in the comics. Fortuna was a name that is used by more than one of these the three witches that pop up occasionally in, in the DC universe. They go to Hub City to meet her, which is famously the home of The Question. There was, uh, Renee Montoya was famously the female question at one point. Maybe they could be setting her up to do something like that. But it also felt a little bit to me like they wanted to use a character like the Enchantress. But you can't use the Enchantress because there's a Suicide Squad movie coming out that features the Enchantress. Right. Well, chat earlier, before we even got started, was talking about Zatanna. Yeah. Hello! I know, different, I do know... Different flavor of magic. Very different flavor of magic, but I would be so down. Well, and I know that they're developing... I don't know if they're calling it Dark Universe still, or if they've taken it back to Justice League Dark, but they're developing a Justice League Dark movie, which presumably would include Zatanna, so my guess is they can't use her here. Right. Interesting. Which is really sad, because so far we've got a much better universe here than we do in the movie. Oh, that we do. Yeah. That we do. That um, will come down hard on that argument. I will fight people. Oh, um, you won't have to fight me. Oh. 
Yikes, well, no, yikes, speaking yikes, of universes, yikes. just talk about, I don't know, we, we, we got a wah, 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 but anyway, um, <laughs> no, but I want to go that into... That was for the movie universe. Uh, I, I chose to believe that it was yes. for that and not my opinions, because then I would have to fight you. Ooh. <laughs> Those yes. fighting words right there. All right. That's a fighting sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> And that is the bell to keep on going. So let's talk about the casino <laughs> encounter. You like how I transitioned that? Is this the line I, for fighting? No, yes. this is the line for Chitney. I <laughs> like that Felicity is really good at gambling. Well, oh. I love she's smart, numbers, everything like that, but the, the fun that comes with it. Yes. She is really having a good time. Yeah. She's so confident about it, too. Um, and just it's her and this one other woman at the table, and it's like here's some chips, have some fun. Like, it was cute. Mary have done that to me in Vegas before, but it was definitely not a friendly gesture. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, it was just it was it was it a was. cute little throwback to women because she was saying something about the next thing you know they'll take my heels or blah 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 blah. Buy yourself some more. I don't know. It was cute. It was yeah. I liked it a lot, and I did definitely like. A, that the shaman was a woman, and, mm-hmm. and her reference to, well, come on, do you see any wrinkles? Like, uh-huh. hello? Like, Immortal? Yeah. Got it. Snap, snap. Okay. So, <laughs> through the cave. Let's talk about the cave, because did anybody else go, whoa, when she mentioned the fact that there's one in Star City? Which makes sense. And somebody, and I'm, I'm really, really sorry, somebody tweeted at us just before we started, and I didn't catch the Twitter handle, but somebody made a reference to the fact that there are Hellmouths all over the place, right. and that Star City's on a Hellmouth. I will I will heart you on Twitter. I'm sorry. I forget your <laughs> handle. You know, they're not wrong. I mean, it's true. It's just this epicenter for hell. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, that there is one on Lian Yu as well, which makes sense. Uh... Another epicenter for hell that would otherwise have no reason to have. It's like its own little Bermuda Triangle. What did they, did she refer to it as a nexus point? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you have to wonder if it, if the darkness comes because it's a nexus or the nexus formed because of all the crap that's happened there. Sure. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm kind of seeing an Ouroboros going with this one. Mm. Oh, the snake eating its tail. Yes. Yeah. Smart. Hello. (laughs) Too much anime. Hello. (laughs) I know that word. I actually, funny, I know this is tangentially related. I became super familiar with the concept of an Ouroboros because of Grant Morrison's run on Batman. Really? Yes. I got it from Full Metal Alchemist and then had it beaten into my head for Tiger and Bunny. Fiction. Uh, yes. Fiction. Anyway. So. Next point. <laughs> yes. 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 Dark versus light. One hand versus the other hand. Which one will you choose? That's how. And I love that we brought in Oliver for this, and it's like, well, your light has to be greater than your darkness. And like, can, can we look at the tragedy that's happened through his? I think I termed it as, you must be this happy to ride. Yeah. Yes. And that, that is great. Mm, honey. Yeah. Mm. But I'm glad that they're facing that. That's been such a big deal for Oliver, and he's the one who talks about his darkness so much all the time. And. And Felicity is always the one who tries to convince him that he is otherwise. So it's interesting for him to go through this experience. And in some senses, there is hard, solid proof that he is definitely filled with a lot of this darkness. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. my God, And yes. it's not just all in his head. Although it is. <laughs> um, oh, no, no, go, go, go. go. No, no, no. It's, it's not his his heart. Scissors, go. It's in his heart. Um, Tari, did you guys it. think that they were leading up to them having... Uh, Felicity be the one that would have to face Dark. Because he was like, you're the light, and you're the one who always gets along with people. So, like, having her be a light character, I thought it would have been a really interesting turn if they would have had her be the one who has to face him. The issue is she has no means to do it. Oliver's means of channeling it is the magical Swiss Army tattoo that Constantine gave him, which I'm glad they brought that back up as well. Yeah. Like, yes. And we are seeing we are seeing the 
flashbacks start to converge with the president a little bit, even though this is the second week in a row where we really haven't gotten any island flashbacks. You see when he's... Which is really bad for my booking schedule. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you do see when Fortuna is trying to teach Oliver these, these magical tactics, you see him flash through his entire experience over the last however many years it's been, and you get little bits from the island that we haven't seen yet, which was super cool, but what I really loved about it is they go all the way back, all this tragedy that we We've seen Oliver go through. They go all the way back to His Robert dad. Queen. Robert Queen killing himself on that little raft. And I really appreciate when shows take a moment when they're, say, four years in, to really step back and go look at how far we've come with these folks. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they didn't do it chronologically, they interspersed it through a whole bunch of like, yes. That was extremely well edited. Kudos. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. And we saw for a second, we saw Tiana with the with the Blue eyes. Magic and we eyes. saw we saw the weird chef from that internet video <laughs> who was holding somebody. It was great. So silly. So silly. No, but you know that I, I actually watched this episode twice. The first time I noticed the yellow eyes and went, ooh. But then I thought the second time around, when you see the light, mm-hmm. it's that reaction of the eyes changing color when you see the dark, it was something else. So I don't know if that's alluding to the fact that there was light inside of Diana too, and at some point she is lost. You know what I mean? Because we don't know what happened to her. And then my other thought, going back into Felicity being the light and my take on what you had just said, I never saw it as one day she'll have to be the one that fights Damien Dark, especially because I felt like she did have a hand in what happened with Slade. Sorry, I'm like, Mask. What's his name? But what I felt like, and this is the cheesy romantic in me, Mm -hmm. but you've got all this dark with Oliver, and you've got all this light with Felicity, which he acknowledges it's the yin and the yang, and I thought... You complete me. <laughs> I'm really glad That's that this how I wasn't. Saw it. I'm very glad that this wasn't an immediate her getting back together with him to solve the problem. No, but it's cool to see them build back even just oh, a yeah. friendship because it takes trust to have a friendship. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I liked that. I just like that it wasn't an excuse to hope oh, we're getting them back together now. Like no, that needs to be earned for sure. And I'm glad that they didn't just boop. There you go. Boop. We're happy. Like, nah, it doesn't work that way. Somebody randomly, um, Billie Jean Girl 18 asks, did you notice that Malcolm has a fake hand now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I called it, a few weeks ago, I think I called it his Colson hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, just thought Not I'd as that cool as okay. Colson's hand. No, his makes a shield. Yeah. I'm like four episodes behind. Hand. Don't do the thing. Oh, sorry. Whoops. That's the. I saw the gif of that, okay. so I know that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. He's got a fancy <laughs> robot hand. Malcolm seems to have a nice, very, it's very Is classy it looking. It yes. looks very, but it looks like a no, black No, he regrew like, his hand. Yeah. Yeah. No, I knew that. What you're saying? Is it rubber black? Never mind. Right. It is a prosthetic. Uh, I we don't know what it's it. made of. But it okay. looks very, it's very subtle. It does, it's not too flashy. It's very nice. Well, that's it's the like point because it's a heck of a lot easier to be like, he has a fake hand. Now than to try and do bandages or CGI or whatever over a stump every week. And also, I bet John Berriman appreciates not to have to act with one arm up like this yeah. all the time. You he know? just has to make sure he doesn't wiggle his fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, what was I talking about? Uh, uh, just Felicity. That's it. That's Felicity's all. a wonderful human being, and she I adore is. her. She's super helpful. Let's talk about the not so helpful Diggle because. 
Which he one? Was, yeah. Oh, good points. <laughs> Great points. I don't know how many times I wanted to slap my hand against my forehead every time Big Diggle opened his mouth. That Big, sounded bad. Okay, I'm fired tonight. <laughs> Big Dig. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, seriously. You know, Katie, you put it very well, and you can reiterate, because I don't remember what it was that you said in terms of him taking turns to now, I don't know, rock He's, stupid. It's his turn to carry the idiot ball. Thank you. There you go. That, that is, because idiot is, ball is a trope, because that's the language I speak. But literally, I mean, every single time he got on Oliver in the past, and now he's making the same mistake, not just once, twice, three times. You lost a friend, and you're talking about avenging your friend, but then when you're face-to-face with your brother, it's like, oh, I can't do it. I understand that conflict. I also got to the point where I was just like, oh my god, shoot him. Yeah. Just just yeah. do it. Just do it. There's there's no other way. You know this. I know this. The audience knows this. Just, oh, okay. Done. Uh, oh, there, there it goes. And I like that even though he knew he had to make that choice, that it was a very difficult choice and that Wait. there were consequences for it. That it wasn't just like, boom, okay, we're finished. I feel better now. Next episode. It's like, no, there's repercussions. You would think even if your sibling does become a brainwashed, evil, mass genocidal cultist, you don't come back real quick from killing them. No, yeah. and it was, I lost yeah. them once already. Yeah. I will say this, though. In terms of brotherhood, right? And this is just family in general. Maybe this is me just getting all deep. But just because somebody is your blood and your DNA does not mean that you have to love them. And it doesn't mean that they're good people. Oh, yeah. True. Know, and that's no, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's it's just what happens. So... Kind of like how he had said that Laurel was like a sister to him. Laurel, Oliver, those people are your blood, for lack of better words. Those are the people that will live, breathe, and die for you. And then you got somebody who's trying to kill you and your family. And what really annoyed me this episode was the fact that Andy just kept talking shit (laughs) over and over again. It's like he kept on procrastinating him almost. Procrastinating him? (laughs) You know what I mean. He kept on antagonizing him as if he almost wanted him to just kill me and get it over with. Bad anime villain programming. (laughs) They don't know when to stop. And then so I, guys, sh- I just saw that as part of that. I was like, okay, this this is part of the anime villain, right? Here we go. Here we, and there he goes. Yep. But yep. wait, the look on Andy's face when he got shot—he looked so surprised. I mean, after all those things you <laughs> but said, I honestly—I like, don't think he really expected that Diggle had it in him yeah. to yeah. pull that trigger. Yeah. Although Diggle's face was anime pretty surprised too. Never do. <laughs> yeah. But but too like to to what you were saying about the fact that yeah the family is who you choose it's the people that are actually there for you that you really do form that bond with. L- Lila says the same thing. Once Diggle tells her that he had to do that, she yeah. says to him, you know, he says I had to kill my baby brother, and she says well, he was no brother to you, and then yeah. asks him what happened, and it's true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I liked Lila this episode. No, she was great. I wish we had more Lila time. Because, like, you really get to see how badass she is, you know? Oh, yeah. When she went to take every everybody on her own in the truck after she sent Diggle off with little baby Cabbage Patch on little his way. Uh, that's what she looked like. A little cute baby Cabbage Patch in his backpack. Um, but, yeah, she was just throwing bombs, guns, boom. But I was like, oh, okay, get it. Mm-hmm. Well, and she knows herself well enough to know that, no, yes. I need you guys out of here because if this occurs, like, this is what's going to happen. Right. I know what I am and I am not capable of. So I need to remove that factor from here. And I thought that was extremely smart because a lot of people will just tough it out. And she's like, nope, I know how this works. 
go. And, yeah. and I appreciated the too, just the, just the continuity nerd in me, appreciated the Amanda Waller name drop because yes. yes, we had to kill her for legal reasons so we can't hang out with her anymore either, but <laughs> she still exists. She's still somebody that we knew once. Yeah. Same with Constantine. Yeah. Just because we can't have him on the show anymore doesn't mean they didn't have an effect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, Constantine was going to get Amanda Waller from hell, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was um, decisive. <laughs> I, you know what I really liked about the writing in the show is the relationship aspect between her and Diggle. Now, I've said it before. Mm-hmm. I never thought they had any chemistry. I really liked it this episode. And the realness for me personally that I could relate to is when she was talking to John. And generally, it's, you know, Johnny, da-da-da-da. And when she's really serious, it's like, take me serious, mofo. John. Yeah, no, I mean it. You know, because really, honestly, I mean, I do that in real life, too. You know, if I have my someone special, I'm like, oh, boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. And as soon as they tick me off... I'm all, uh, excuse me, the Lex Michael. I'm going to need you to get your shoes and put them over there. Yeah, yeah when Ali Kona's mad, she addresses people by their Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> it's super weird. No, but I'm just saying, it's just it was just a cute little tiny detail that I caught that I really, really liked. And I liked that she kept on trying to put his head on straight. Like, dude, what are you doing? And they well, felt... Oh, no. no, you start. I was going to say, they felt more to me like a married couple in yes. this episode than I can ever remember yes. them feeling. And it felt like there was a very real history between the two of them that wasn't always super pretty. But yes. they they are strong enough separately and together that I, we, you feel that they have worked through so much. And there is that line, yes. that particularly That's cutting line that Lila has about, you're not acting like the man I married, you're acting like the man I divorced. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Someone give her a microphone so she can just (laughs) drop that sucker. Ma'am, I have that thing you ordered. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Perfect timing. (laughs) Bam. We don't do that in this studio. The uh, the microphones are big and heavy and super expensive. Indeed. Don't hurt them. So, yeah, I just... You know, as far as Andy's anime villain writing went, as hilarious as that was, we got some really, really good lines from our mains. Oh yeah, so it it, it balanced. It balanced. What didn't balance, guys, is Alex. So (laughs) this dude, can we? This guy. So that was a great intro. Thank you. So, so we've been talking all season about what is this guy's deal? Everyone Thea falls in love with either dies or is evil. Usually evil. And as we're watching this episode, they go on vacation. My assumption, I don't know about you guys, was that we're gonna have this question answered for us. And I figured there were three possibilities. He is evil. He is a puppet. Or a third thing that I don't remember. And it turns out... He's gonna die. Yeah, or maybe it's that he's gonna die. But uh, that was probably... I think he's bouncing between the two, honestly. And as it turns out, I don't... My read of what we saw is that he's not evil, he's not intentionally putting Thea in harm's way, it's that he didn't have the the presence of mind when Reve handed him an unmarked bottle of weird pills to not go buy a brand vitamin at the store. Well, it wasn't even unmarked. If you notice, the bottle had the 100% multivitamin, whatever, whatever. Like They showed it when they had that breakfast scene. They made a big deal of panning around the Eggs Benedict, and there's your orange juice, and there's your multivitamin. It was labeled. Who's boss? So- gives them multivitamins and says, I need you to be healthy. I'm like, okay, I'll go to TJ's and I'll go get my own. Thank right? you. That, too, and even, okay, let's say, you're right, I now I remember that there was a label, but I don't know if somebody that I, for all intents and purposes, just met, hands me a bottle and it's a brand that I do not recognize, I'm gonna go, I should take vitamins and I'm going to go get, yeah, I'm gonna get my own but vitamins. Yes. He has no reason have, to distrust her. We have she, the, you don't know her. 
are. We have what city some, does he live in? What random? If your boss, you just but got she's hired trying someone, to make and your boss better. is like, here, take yeah. some pills. And it's you're not like them? it's not like she's like, hey, I have some meth for you. You weren't in the conversation. Unless <laughs> your boss is Timothy Leary, I wouldn't take any pills. We also have the benefit of the fourth wall over here. We can sit here and go, okay, don't trust anyone because this. Okay, this, but. You would take some pills, somebody just hired you, and they were like, here, try these. Not necessarily, but I'm trope savvy. Not everyone <laughs> is. Fair. So that that's what I'm getting from that, is that he put his trust in the wrong people, and at this point is probably missing half of his chromosomes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's... Either way. And so... Damien Darch took half my chromosomes, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and so they're in a weird artificial domed in... It's like Stepford Housewives. City. Well, okay, so... Uh, a little bit, yeah. What this really, really reminded me of, the appearance of the dome, especially with the... It looks like uh, hexagons. It reminded me of... Holly Shore. Huh, Biodome. <laughs> nice. No, but... Now it's only going to be Polly Shore that I think of for the rest of the season. But what it <laughs> yeah, really, thanks for that. What it really reminded me of is Convergence, which is a big comics crossover that happened last year. It was a DC big event, and I will confess, didn't read it. But uh, they in this Brainiac puts a bunch of cities and domes and transports them to an alien planet, and it's all different, you know, people, characters from all different eras of DC Comics from all over the multiverse, different different iterations of it. And then it's a, they get transported to a planet called Telos, and then the, the Telos folk are like, nah, they drop the domes and they just let everybody battle it out. But the appearance of the domes, if you look at the art, like a lot of the covers for Convergence, looked just like the dome in this, this episode. Hmm. That is one of the best crossover devices. Yeah. I like that. And I'm sure... That's smart. I don't know if they're going to do anything with that or if it was just a fun nod, but I'm sure that could not have been accidental. Right. I have um, no idea, but that... <laughs> a lot of picking up the phone on this one because I called this too. Just like, how much you want to bet she's with the magic Nazi cord? Yeah. Lo yeah. and behold. Well, here's the thing, right? Every time she had a question, this is why I, I understand when you love somebody or you like someone, maybe she doesn't love them yet. You want to believe that they're good people, but there were so many different signs. And every time she had a question, he always had an answer. It's almost like he had a pre-planned, ready-to-go answer. He didn't even stop and think, oh, it's just you. You're crazy. Oh, no, 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 it's this. Oh, no, no, it's that. Oh, it's your stress. He's brainwashed. Right. Mm, I like, think he's this, partially... This is, he's very... They, they. Wow, if I could word tonight, life would be great. This... They made a point of the last time on Arrow of showing that nice little take your pills, these make you suggestible. He's been taking these pills for God knows how long, and so if they tell him, oh, you're going up north, oh, she's really stressed out, so she might think she's hearing things. Oh, the sun doesn't set because you're going up north. It's a nice little place. If it looks a little too perfect, well, she's really used to the city, and she's really stressed. Like, you feed him these things beforehand, and his half-chromosomed brain is going... Yeah. That does sound yeah, nice. That yeah. makes sense. I'm going to make okay. these eggs. It's like explaining <laughs> things to a five-year-old. Yeah. Like, the mm. five-year-old has no reason to question you if you're telling him the earth is flat. Like, mm. cool. Mom told me the earth was flat. Guess it is. <laughs> cool. It's it's that sort of thing. Mm. So makes sense. This makes all of the sense in the world to him. So why would it not make all of the sense in the world to her? Sure. It's not that he's trying to trick her or anything like that. He, honest to God, believes this is the truth. I mean, and doesn't have the capacity to question it anymore. I mean, I, you could also argue that he's 
actually just trying to save her. Like he was promised the that she would be on the ark with him, so he's doing whatever it takes to keep her there. Yeah, because I was going to say, it's an interesting choice that they brought her in the place of savior when she's part of the team that they're trying to destroy. Right. That makes it a very smart choice because they have separated her from the rest of the team with no way out and no one knows where she's gone. So they can't track Thea. It was done under the guise of a vacation with her boyfriend. It's brilliant. It's mm-hmm. very smart. Their very small team is one man down, which two, actually, at this point, which they can't afford to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I thought that was brilliant. It sucks for us, but yeah. brilliant. As long game evil schemes go, it's not entirely unclever. Yeah. Hmm. And they know who she is. They know who all of them are. Yeah, they know who point. all of them are. So, yeah. I thought that was very smart. I thought all those pieces were, all those dominoes were very nicely set up and knocked over. So we'll see where that goes from there. But I loved that. I hope when this is all said and done, Thea just takes some time to be single for a little bit. Yeah. Seriously, you know what's interesting is at first when they were having their first interaction of the show, I thought, oh, this is cute because, you know, when her and Ray got started, there was a lot of craziness going on his behalf. She's dating somebody who's slightly normal. And then about five seconds later, I went, mm, I miss him. Mm. Let's mm-hmm. bring him back. But that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope her and Nissa get together. Mm. What? What? Huh? <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm down. Yeah, I would, right? I would, Add I would. another one to the Armada. Yeah. Yeah. I can find that. Yeah, I'm down. I'm mm-hmm. down. Let's, cool. um, let's talk a little bit about Rubicon, because we have not talked about that just yet. So we have the moment. Why do you have that look on your face? Like, you want to say something, and you're waiting for me to hurry up and say my No, sentence. you said Rubicon, and I went, oh, that's right, nuclear holocaust. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. And little, 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 little side note, though, when Damien Dark goes to take the little chip out of her arm, we have the fight with Oliver, and obviously he w- light wins, because he starts thinking about Felicity and a little mention of Laurel. But anyways, going I back to... I also feel like that's something... That, I, I feel like that's something we should talk about, for one. Uh, before we move on to Rubicon, because that is a standalone subject, I feel like the whole magic abilities thing, it wouldn't have worked in training. He wouldn't have been able to trigger it in training, because all he can think of when he gets time onto himself is like, yep, I am a problem child. (laughs) But then when it comes to actually do or die, either summon this or you are done, eh, that's a really good way of lighting a fire under someone's ass. And so he managed to do it, and I think that was the breakthrough he needed. I'm hoping that we will have our shaman back next episode because, yes, please, sign me up. I want Felicity to call her and be like, so, guess what? remember how you said Oliver couldn't do it? Guess what he did? You want to come to Star City and do some training? Would that be great? Or should we just walk through a magical veil in Hub City again and wind up with your little, you tell us where to go and we'll be there, but we're not done. I liked your voicemail just now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, wow, I was going to say something, and I totally got mesmerized by your voice message that you Thank left you. the shaman. So you should hear now. my actual real-life voicemail. Oh, dear. Um, wait, like, oh, yeah, I will say this. Small detail, maybe it meant something. Maybe it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I noticed that the last thing in the montage when... Oliver was going through his darkness. The last bit of sadness was Felicity leaving him mm-hmm. and dropping the key. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was not accidental. Yeah. So then going back into the thoughts of trying to think of happy things and him saying, you know, you having hope in me and believing me and believing me? Believing in me and pointing out all the wonderful things that I can be or that I am. That's what got me through this, the hope. And I was like, hmm. No. No. 
They're going to get Love back wins. together. Hashtag oh, of course Felicity. they are. Okay. Of course they are. Can we talk about Rubicon now? Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. It's when you make all the colors on the six sides. Yeah. That's Rubik's Cube, dear. <sighs> Every time. <laughs> Whatever. You're thinking of Rubik's Cube. Rubicon is a contagious disease where... No, that's rubella. You're thinking... <laughs> oh, there's, there's very long posts on Tumblr where it's something is this. And it's, no, you're thinking of actual words. Something is... And it's just all these words that sound a little bit like each other and everyone continually correcting each other without ever hitting on the definition of the actual word. Isn't Rubicon a sci-fi show? Could have been. I, don't I know. feel like there was a show at some point, maybe not sci-fi, some network, but it was a science fiction show called Rubicon that I'm positive existed at some point. AMC, yeah. thanks. Yay, says the magic Zach. TV in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that scene where he was just pulling the chip out of her arm was horrifying. Yes, yeah. in many many ways, the and look I appreciate that. Like while he was doing it, while Dark was using his power to pull the chip out of Lila's arm, the look on his face, like he looked like Satan. He is Satan. He always does. Yeah, but like yes. especially like Satan. Yeah. Also, where did his child go? Oh yeah. His child babysitter is not appearing. It's probably already in the dome. Yeah. yeah. Let's I, be imagine. Real. Let's be real. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, it's a big deal. Yeah. This this, this thing that obviously reveals finally Team Arrow is catching on to what is about to happen. Genesis which Admittedly, finally the audience is catching on to what is about to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit. That's true. We actually so we actually know more or less what the plan is and it's to rain down nuclear holocaust and rebuild the world. So now I actually am not positive that the Nazi corn is magic. They may just be growing corn because they're going to need food. No. Yes. No, here's the thing. At one point and I think they said this in the montage to remind you of what's been going on, that the corn provides some sort of clean air or something? Because it says that we finally have the air and well, no. We got the world. algae from the bay, there we have this, blah, we have blah, blah, that. Blah. Now yeah. the air down here, here is completely clean. So they have a way to Standing scrub the by air. the corn. So it's and really... the corn was just a way of showing, oh. this is clean, this I is lit, the... we can do this. I don't think the corn itself is magical, but we definitely took that ball and oh. ran with yeah. it. So it's and really I will good. continue to run with it because I love our hashtag. It's more it's science-y an... Nazi yeah. corn, but, but any sufficiently advanced science is indistinguishable from magic. The hashtag you know, I took the corn as a filter for the air. Call me stupid. I don't think corn does that. No. I do know <laughs> I do know that corn is grass. <laughs> I learned that from uh, Rift Tracks. Corn is grass. Oh. There's gotta be someone out there who gets that. Uh. All right. Yeah, so we have the Rubicon, which is a <laughs> device that prevents nuclear weapons from launching across the globe, including our country. But like any device that was meant to keep the peace, can actually also be used to launch nuclear missiles because... Right. Physical overrides. Who needs them? That two-key system? That's a thing of the past. That's not a thing of the past. But who needs it, Right. I just want to say I like how our engineer, who's very adamant about us ending on time, has a countdown. No pressure or anything, but <laughs> we have 11 minutes and 42 countdown. seconds until we can, you know, keep on going. You have 11 minutes and four, 37 seconds to follow us on Twitter. Go! Don't um, let it freak you okay. out. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. This. And we will spend the next 11 minutes and change counting the seconds down <laughs> out loud. Um, anyway, I, I do have some news and gossip that I want to make sure we get through. 
Jesus. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, get out of the studio. Get out now. Wow. Yes. Wow. That 11 p.m. show really wants to be on time. Oh, yeah. let's, I mean, let's get our pictures and our video ready. Whichever you want to put up first, you let me know and I will go into it, sir. Real pictures. quick chat, if there's okay. anything. Pictures. So let's go pictures first. Um, while the pictures are pulling up, really quick, there is a casting call right now seeking an actor of any ethnicity in his late 20s to 30s who comes across as a physical threat. Yes. So not me. <laughs> and this guy. season five, there is a character that is said to just as easily shake your hand as your best friend or break your neck as your worst enemy. So you never know which one dark. is coming. Yes, but in a buffer way. And younger. Because uh, so you can slay. visually you can visually see that he could possibly break you in half. So you're like, hi, I'm going to be really nice to you. That's the type of character. So anyways, just so you know, that character is coming season five. And uh, if you fit the qualifications... Google? Call the CW? Yeah, I don't know. Do Uh, the thing. Win the stuff. Okay, so I'm going to pull up some pictures right now. We have a picture of Oliver Queen at the very beginning of our flashbacks. And, sir, you can change the picture whenever you want. I'm going to read something really quick. One of the things that the producers said about the flashbacks is the problem is that we're telling a five-year story in flashbacks of Oliver becoming the guy you meet in the pilot. So, the deeper you get into flashbacks, the closer it becomes to being that guy. And thus, you lose the element of flashbacks that was so interesting, which is how different he was. That's something that we're having a struggle with this year. Mm. I bring that up because we were talking about the flashbacks and how sometimes we're like, I don't really see the purpose. So you saw, you know, we get all this development, and then after he develops, you're like, well... So now what do we do with him? And so they're really trying to figure out what to do season five to keep it flash forward. Yes. At some point, they're going to run out. No, flash yes. forwards is what caused our problems this season. At s- the grave. Yes. At yes. S- fair, yeah. Fair. No. Yeah. At some point, they are going to run out of flashback material. And I feel as though at that point, the show will have outgrown the device. I think they we're should getting just, that close. I think oh. they should just show footage from the first season. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I mean, they didn't make a mention that we might start learning a little bit about the uh, Russian side of everything. Uh, That's true. We Wasn't he in the Russian mob Nevada. for a second? Yes, <laughs> yes. So we'll learn about that. Uh, moving on, since I'm in a rush, uh, we have pictures of Quentin Lance. What? Well, I was calling him Quentin Tarantino. Wow. Okay. That'd Any be user, a decidedly different Any show. User. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about, obviously, we didn't get to see him much this episode, and we didn't have as many references to Laurel outside of Andy. Um, but just talking about his personal experience, he says that it was very hard for him. He went through a few weeks of being in a very dark place and very sad because obviously him and Katie Lotz, wow, those pictures are going fast, engineer. Um, that him and Katie Lotz, um, Katie Lotz, Katie Cassidy, uh, took time. They've been together for several years forming this relationship. And he's like saying, I hope that it came across that we had a very genuine relationship with each other. Our mother, mother, our father-daughter relationship came off very genuine. And I feel like it did. And I could only imagine how it felt for both of them to go through that experience together. Yeah. Because when you are an actor, you definitely are living things truthfully Ah. under under imaginary circumstances. Um, But you are living truthfully as these people. So to experience a death like that is so well, And especially when you're working on a show that's 22 episodes a season, that's a lot of your year that you're spending with this yes. group of people. Yes. So hopefully nobody is... A, hopefully no one's a dick and you all, yeah, wow. you form this bond. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, oh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I suppose you can go ahead and play the video starting at 30 seconds. It was the rap party for Arrow. And these are little small snippets, but I thought it was funny. 
So go ahead and hit play. Is that Neil McDonough? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny. This is a Snapchat story, yes. isn't it? Okay, we can stop it. I just thought it was funny because here we are seeing quote unquote Damien Dark be this evil, evil person, and then all of a sudden we see this video and he's like, our friend Echo. Hey, oh, where'd he go? He's gone. Yeah. Um, anything else I wanted to bring up? Um, um, I know that they had mentioned, spoiler alert-ish, that season five is going to go back into that dark, dark place, and that's where we're going to be left. We've been living there in season four. We we're going to start with a lighter season. I Gravestone. Know. I don't know. Uh, it's Young. hard to have a lighter season when someone's going to die is hanging above every single That's episode. It's like, I have spent so much time predicting deaths on this show that I've gotten tired of doing it in my other shows, and that doesn't happen. <laughs> I am the person who goes, oh, they're going to die. Oh, they are so dead. And now I'm just like, I'm so tired of guessing who's going to be dead. I, I used all of those spoons on air that, oh. I just I feel like it's a little bit like going, I really hope you like those couple times Oliver smiled this year because you ain't getting any more smile and Ollie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey, he made some jokes. He made some jokes. Yeah, he did know it was great. Like I really appreciate how they lightened him up because I think it made Stephen Amell a lot more compelling to watch. Yes. There was, was like, yeah. And of course, it totally stands to reason that he wouldn't be super chipper before this point. Yeah. Yes. Well, and it's never gonna be the flash. Right. And it doesn't need to try to be the flash. And let's be real, the Flash is kind of sitting in its own little dark corner right now going, I'm Jay Garrett. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need to try to make one show be the other. They have different appeals for different audiences for a reason. Sure. Agreed. Now, go ahead, Tari. Oh, I mean, I was just going to say, I think that, I mean, the the way that they could do it is essentially making the subject matter a little darker. Like, we have our, our characters that are broody, um, and we've had a, a a villain that is relatively light. Like, he kills people, but he does it but in a really like, exciting way. So, like, if they, if they were to have the circumstances around Oliver Queen be a little darker, like, a lot more, like, child Dark. murder and, like, <laughs> you know, like... Things that he, he, like, I feel like, like there's <laughs> lines that Arrow can't cross. I mean, we're sitting here looking at nuclear holocaust and genocide to the backdrop of living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight, <laughs> having a wonderful time. Like, tell me that's not Damien Dark's theme. Oh, yeah. But it's a little more personal when you're like, we're going to straight up murder this kid on screen. I'm like, uh, mm, that much. makes you an NBC show. Yeah. Well, if their plan in season five is to delve a little bit more about the time he spent with the Russian mob, they'll have plenty of opportunity to make things super gnarly. Yeah. There's a big difference between large scale genocide and we're going to murder this kid on camera. Right. Yeah, it gets yeah. way more personal, and I feel like that's not a place we need to go. No, I don't think it's going to get that dark, but. Oh, dark. Ah. Um, I've been making a joke all night. (laughs) Let's get into predictions. Oh, yes. Since we're already pretty much on the borderline of predictions. You're after Buzz TV. And it's a green light show. Yay for green. Because our engineer loves us. Okay, so let's, let's... Okay, Muppet Babies, let's let's get back into our predictions. And I'm going to start with Katie just because we can go down the line real quick. Oh my god, we we have what looks like the start of nuclear holocaust except not I mean 
I don't think we're going to get all the missiles going off. I don't think the world's going to end. We're going with the large-scale predictions here because where would our show be? Mm. I also... I'm wondering how Thea is going to get out. That's what intrigues me for all of this because I will be very surprised if they put her away completely for the next three episodes. You can remove a player temporarily from a larger plot like this, but at some point you have to reintroduce them. Or you have to just completely murder them. Having her stay under... We did one of those. But do you you think that they would kill two series regulars in one season? Yeah, No. No. no, But here's the thing. Obviously at the end of the episode they already said has anybody heard from Thea? Oliver's not a stupid dude. He's not going to sit there and be like, oh, she just is probably happy on vacation. They're going to start looking for her. That's my prediction. I'm going to end my prediction. You guys go. (laughs) I mean, I I think that uh, it's going to be a rescue mission to get her, which will eventually lead them into the whole dome and kind of like segue us into trying to thwart Dark because I imagine his family's going to be there so it's going to be a whole thing about like them holding his family hostage and then him trying to get the family back and it's uh, a showdown of light versus dark good versus evil cats and dogs raining from the sky mass hysteria <laughs> I just I, oh god between the darkness and light fight here and the Jake Eric you can't fight the darkness I'm like I'm sorry is this Kingdom Hearts we're, uh, we're ringing this bell pretty hard huh yeah. Um, so it's Kingdom Hearts. I can't. So, so two things. One, and this isn't a prediction. This was something that I didn't know was even happening until I saw the promo. Uh, Brick is coming back next week. That's yeah. exciting. Danny Brickwell, uh, Vinnie Jones, who's always, if nothing else, really, really entertaining. Uh-huh. Here's the thought that I have. So, when Oliver was getting his magic lessons, he saw uh, part of this island stuff that we have not seen yet, with uh, Tiana having the lit up eyes. Yeah, we know or we can reasonably assume that the uh, crazy chef man didn't kill Oliver on that island. So they beat him somehow. We also know, based on what we saw in this episode, that Oliver has not wielded this magic before. So does Tyanna ultimately become the one who has to stop Ryder using this light magic? I would be 8,000% down for that. I would also not be surprised if she's still running around somewhere, if that's the case. Sure. I'd like to imagine that her soul gets absorbed into his tattoo at the end of the flashback. Ooh, I like it. Interesting. I don't have a prediction. I just have an observation that came to mind. And it's when Thea realized that Alex is just not right. And she, she realizes that he drugged her. And that's why she doesn't remember where she's at. And it was really interesting. She was very, not that she's not human, but it was such a human moment for her because she was dealing with, oh my god, you've lied to me. Instead of the instinctive Thea, I was waiting for her to kick his ass. And she didn't. She just ran out the room. I was like, can you at least like give him one and then go? It's just it one of those weird. not again moments. This is not the first time Thea has been drugged and dragged around, let's be real. Well yeah, just I just thought it was girl. I just thought her interesting her interesting her reaction was very interesting very normal. She wasn't which expecting is not it from that quarter. And he's not usually sinister, and again, he's just being real super clueless and she's realized Oh dear God, he's been drugged too. He's he's on the crazy pills. So it, her she no longer has the bloodlust. Her first reaction is no longer to kill first, ask questions, never. So to me, it made sense that she didn't immediately wipe the floor with him. Well, I predict 
a breakup. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight for the Arrow After Show. We had tons of fun with you. And again, do not forget, you have homework. So I will be checking my Twitter handle. I am at Boys and Beauty 01. It helps us out so much when you follow us as hosts. So please do. And find me on YouTube, Boys and Beauty 01. Wait, no. Forget the 01. Just Boys and Beauty with me. All right. All right. Oh, okay. I will forget the 01 right now. Do it. I am Lex Michael, all of our social media. At the Lex Michael. Yes, indeed. Come, follow us. Let us all share in our love of weird archery people together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like a cult. Yes. One of us. <laughs> One of us. I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J on Twitter and now Instagram. So if you have one of those, really? please follow me. Yeah. That's a I'm new. I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> address a couple things that have come up in the chat multiple times. People asking, when are Vandal Vandal Savage's ashes going to show up? I'm not the writer. I don't know. Can they use the frog water that Damien Dark had? I'm not the writer. I don't know. Probably not. Whoever called Diglett's child the Diglett, I love you. Yes! (laughs) That's my new favorite human being. And, yes, I am Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I am on so many of the shows. Red vs. Blue is going to start again. Uh, Robots in Disguise is ending. Turn has started. Blind Spot is ending. And then there's this mess that we're on that I absolutely <laughs> adore that you should continue to watch and rate and review and subscribe on iTunes as well. Yay! Yay! Okay, buzzers, we will see you next week. Until then, talk to you on social media. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Hashtag Glebo! <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.